0: Welcome to the Hour of Glory broadcast with Reverend Jonathan Necuban, Senior Pastor, Springs of Life Chapel International. It's our prayer that you receive the heavenly touch that you so much desire as you listen to the message today. Now, here is Reverend Jonathan Necuban. You make my life so beautiful.
1: This morning, we open our hearts unto you. Come and speak your word unto us. Minister faith, minister direction. In Jesus Christ's name. Everybody shout a big amen. Amen. Will you want to put your hands together for the Lord?
0: The
1: King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. Amen. Today I want to be talking about experiencing restoration. Now the word restoration, when you split it into two, it means re, which means again, and store. It means that you had a certain store, or a storage, and it got depleted. And then it's been refilled. It means that whatever you lost, God is going to refill it for you. Amen. Every grace, every honor, every favor, every good thing. Sometimes you start life, and you have some expectations. It starts going a particular way, and some way, somehow, the enemy tries to come in, to steal what is yours. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that the devil comes not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus said, I have come that you will have life and have it abundantly. It means that God is very much aware of the schemes of the devil that he will want to take away what he has prepared for you. But even when the enemy tries to do his worst, he, God, will do his best. I see God going to do his best for your life. It came into a life of Israel where along the line, when they missed it by sinning and doing the wrong things, uh, that the enemy came and took what belonged to them. And there were times that they became heroes of wood and drawers of water. In fact, there was a time that they ended up in Egypt. They ended up in in Egypt as slaves, freedmen who had become slaves. But the hand of God came upon them through Moses and they were freed from egypt and when they were leaving egypt god gave them favor to the extent that uh, now they asked for the earrings of the people they asked for clothing for the people and whatever they asked them god touched the heart of the egyptians said that they gave it to them and i've come to tell you that what belongs to you that the enemy took for 400 years israel saved uh, egypt and egypt never paid them but overnight god made sure that they had been paid and Uh, Somebody, you you might have struggled. There are some things that must come to you that the enemy for a long time forbade you from having it. But there's going to be an overnight blessing. God is going to turn a certain... Oh, you didn't hear me. God is going to turn a certain situation around. So God is going to give you an overnight blessing. So what's the overnight blessing? Overnight. Overnight. One moment they were slaves. The next moment they were free. Not only free, but they were free with substance. And God is going to make sure that you be free with substance. And the reason why He's going to give you those things is so that you'll be able to help build this house. Hallelujah. So we're going to get into our introductory scripture in the book of Joel, chapter 2, verse number 21, to verse number 27. From the New King James Version. Let's read together. Fear not, O land. Be glad and rejoice. For the Lord has done marvelous things. Wow. Do not be afraid, you beasts of the field, for the open pastures are bringing up, springing up. Hallelujah. And the tree bears its fruit. The fig tree and the vine yield their strength. Be glad then, you children of Zion. Be glad, you people of springs of life. Be glad, you people of God. And rejoice in the Lord your God. For he has given you the former rain faithfully. And he will cause the rain to come down for you. The former rain and the latter rain in the first month. Hallelujah. What he's trying to say is that I visited you some time ago, but I'm going to give you a double visit. He yeah. means that whatever he gave you, he's going to give you double. Hallelujah. Yeah. And somebody here, God, will give you double for your trouble. Yeah. he wipe away your tears. Put laughter in your mouth and a new song upon your tongue to sing and say that God is good and his mercies endureth forever. He says that now when God visits you for restoration, this is what happened The threshing floors shall be full of wheat. That means that you shall receive abundance of grain. And abundance of grain is talking about great provisions. And the vase shall overflow with new wine. When we talk about new wine, go back, new wine. When we talk about new wine, wine is talking about joy. Hallelujah. So God is going to give you great joy. May you receive great joy. Unspeakable joy. And then oil causes your life to be smooth. Amen. When there's oil on your skin, it causes your skin to be smooth. And oil is talking about favor. May you receive the favor of God. Yes. Favor means that that which you don't qualify, God qualifies you. Yes. May God qualify you. Yes. Favor means that somebody liking you. He doesn't know why he likes you, but he likes you. Amen. Yes. You don't know why but he likes you and he wants to do you good. May God touch somebody's heart to just like you and want to do you good. And then the verse 25, that's what we're getting to. So I will restore to you the years that the swarming locusts has eaten, the crawling locusts, the consuming locusts, and the chewing locust. It means that what should have come to you over the years, five years ago, ten years ago, that which should have come to you that you never got, God said, I will restore. Every money I will restore. Every joy I will restore. Every favor I will restore. Every honor I will restore. Every progress I will restore. Anything, listen to me, anything that should have come to you that the enemy is told, God says, I will restore. Amen. It's not Jonathan de Cuba. It is God. He will restore. I see God restoring it. And the verse number 26, what did he say? And you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. Hallelujah. And praise the name of the Lord your God. When God does it for you, you cannot help it than to praise Him. And somebody here, God is going to do you something outstanding. He's going to do something miraculous. Something so gracious that you begin to cry. And you begin to leap for joy. You begin to rejoice in the Lord your God. Like the crippled man at the gate. Everybody was getting into the temple. But he couldn't go in there. In the Bible, when you study the Bible carefully, you find out that Beggars never entered the temple. Beggars are always at the gate. They never entered in. But when this beggar had an encounter with Jesus, through Peter and John in Acts chapter 3 when he says, Silver and gold have I known, but such as I have given unto thee. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. This man, the Bible says that strength came into his, un- uh, into his ankles. And somebody, strength is coming into your ankles. Strength is coming into your business. Strength is coming into your legs, Strength is coming into your marriage. Strength is coming into your family. Strength is coming into your children. Strength is coming. Somebody says, strength, strength is coming. Strength came into the ankles and strength came into the knees. And so the man was was able to stand and your first step in walking to a miracle is that you've got to stand. So whatever is crawling and whatever is squatting and whatever is sitting now and whatever is lame I prophesy that may you stand now. May your life stand now. May your joy stand now. May your body stand now. May your marriage stand now. May your relationship stand now. May your business stand now. The guy stooped. Hallelujah. And when he stood, the Bible said that he started walking. May you begin to walk this time. Walking means that your business will begin to take steps. Your home will begin to take steps. Your marriage will begin to take steps. It means that you are going to see progress. But not only that, but the Bible said he started leaping. Leaping means that he started making moving forward faster and faster. I see your life moving forward faster and faster. He was walking. He was walking and leaping and praising God. And the place that others were going that he couldn't go to. This this time he went Amen. the cars people drive that you couldn't drive you drive Amen. the marriage people are having that you can have and you see them you observe that you used to be an observer this time you'll be a participant Amen. you will also now know what it means to marry you also know what it now means to be able to have the blessings that others are having that you used to only see them have it now you have it Amen. He was always watching them enter but this time he entered and everybody observed it and said is this not the layman the lord shall restore you yeah. is that not that brother is that not that sister is that not that person with that condition they used to describe you with that condition but that condition now will become a, a testimony they said that legacy brother the brother who was used to walk around the legacy brother now they see you in your range rover they see you in your legs of 5-7. Now they see you, they see you. you. Used to walk alone. Now you see you that you have a beautiful baby walking by you. Now they used to see you, that you see that you are a wonderfully married brother, wonderfully married sister. They see you having lovely children. They see you having a lovely family. What the enemy thought you could not have it, God is gonna let you have it. Good measure, press down, shaking together, running over, his goodness shall become your portion. You shall eat in plenty. And be satisfied. And how will this happen? Because God is going to work it out for you. He says that then you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, I am the Lord your God, and there is none other. My people shall never be put to shame. Slap your friend there. I shall never be put to shame. <laughs> how do I know that? Because the Bible says in Ezekiel chapter twenty-one, verse twenty-seven. In Ezekiel twenty-one, twenty-seven, He says, "I will overturn, overturn, overturn. I will overthrow, overthrow, overthrow."
0: This is Reverend Jonathan Ekuban. We'll be right back. Keep listening. Are you afflicted, troubled, confused? Do you need the touch of God? Join us this and every Friday for prayer, miracle, and healing service from 6.30 pm. And God will answer every prayer in your heart's desires.
1: May the work of your hands be blessed. May you receive the promotion of God and the defense of God. And wherever you go, may the doors of glory and favor be open unto you.
0: You can get this and other messages at the front desk of Sweet Melody 94.3 F or call 0244-216084.
1: Welcome back. Stay tuned. Someone say, overturn. over-turn. Do you think, it James? Over-turn. overturn. I will overturn. Overturn. And overturn it. Now, when something is repeated, it means it's very powerful. Yeah. And when it is said three times, that means that it is already finished. Yeah. Whatever said the devil said about you, God will overturn it. Yeah. God will overrule it. Yeah. God will overpower it. Yeah. That's why when you go to the law court, when somebody makes a submission, after he's talking to the other, he just says, overruled. Overruled. It means that, he, what you said, is irrelevant. We cannot let you proceed. And God is telling the devil today, you can't proceed with this sister. Yeah. You can't proceed with this case against this person. Whatever has been working against you, God is overturning it. Yeah. He said, I will overturn, overturn, and overturn it. The it. Whatever is the it that has been f- struggling with you, God is overturning it. Yeah. Overturning means that He's overthrowing it. Yeah. It means that it, has, it used to be enthroned in your life. It used to have a seat. It used to, it used to, it used to have a palanquin. It used to have a place where it was enjoying, but it will not enjoy again. God said, I will overturn it, overturn it, overturn it, and it shall be no more until he come, whose right it is, and I will give it to him. It means that I will give it to the rightful person. Amen. You see, when the judge overrules, then the case is shifting to the other person. Hallelujah. When you make a submission, and then the judge says overruled, it means that your case has been negated. It means that now, uh, when the other person makes a submission, then his own is gaining weight over you. So it means that when God says, I will overturn, overturn, it means that whatever was the weight of the devil's case against you, God is shutting it. He's making it equal to zero. Yeah. What God is saying that, I am stirring some things up and preparing some things so that the rightful owner, he will get it. That is why, look at the verse, uh, look at the New King James. Overthrown, overthrown. I will make it overthrown. Oh! It shall be no longer, whatever has been fighting you, it shall be no longer until he comes who's right it is. That means that until the one who says this thing I want it, until the one I have prepared and God says in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, I know the plans I have for you. Plans of good and not of evil. To give unto you a future and a hope. And to bring you to an expected end. Hallelujah. Amen. God has got good plans. Slap your friend and say, God has got good plans. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, it says, Eyes have not seen nor ears heard, neither has entered into the heart of man the things which God, which God has prepared for those who love him. It means that lovers of God, God has prepared something good for you. Amen. You didn't hear me. I said, God has prepared something good for you. Amen. And if God prepares something good, it means it's really good. I said, it's really good. It's really good. I see God staring something up for you. He's shaking something out for you. Nobody will take it from you. Nobody's going to take that miracle from you. They will fight with you, but they will not prevail. Yeah. Oh, the Bible says, No weapon formed against you shall prosper. It means that they will form the weapons, but you will not prosper. It doesn't matter how long it is. Listen to me. Egypt kept Israel in captivity for over 400 years. But at the end of the day, God brought them out. And it doesn't matter how long the enemy has kept your blessing. It doesn't matter how long the situation has been. I see God bringing you out oh you didn't hear me. i see god no matter how long it is no matter how long it is no matter how long it is god is ruling and reigning in your situation god is giving you the upper hand in the situation you are more than a conqueror in christ jesus if you're a conquer put your hands together for the lord I read this story, I heard this message, and it really blessed my heart, and I want to just let you have it. In 2 Kings chapter 8, verse 1 to 6, in 2 Kings chapter 8, the Bible talks about a certain woman, and later we will find out that this certain woman was a Shunammite woman, and the Bible declares that he spoke, Elisha spoke to this woman, this certain woman, and uh, whose hand he had raised, or he had restored to life, saying, Arise and go, you and your household, and stay wherever you can. For the Lord has called for a famine. And furthermore, it will come upon the land for seven years. Now, Elisha was a major, powerful prophet. And he said, look, I want you to know that you've got to go. Leave your house. Go to wherever you want to go to, because there's going to be a famine a challenging time but you see for the righteous if there is going to be a challenge god still has a leeway for them god will make a way hallelujah so the woman arose and did according to the saying of the man of god and she went with her household and dwelt in the land of the philistines 7 years wow and then it came to pass at the end of the 7 years that the woman returned from the land of the philistines and she went to make an appeal she went to appeal for the king. She went to make an appeal to the king for her house and for her land. That means that she was away. Seven years. Now seven years you left your house, you left your land. In present, Accra. If you leave your land, even whilst you are there, you are building, somebody's building by you. Unless you are very much alert. So he, she left and went. Then the king talked with Gehazi, the servant of the man of God, saying, tell me please, All the great things Elisha has done. And the Bible says, now it happened as he was telling the king how he had restored the dead to life. That there was a woman whose son he had restored to life. Hallelujah. Okay. This is the woman. And this is her son whom Elisha restored to life. And when the king asked the woman, she told him. So the king appointed a certain officer for her saying. Restore all that was hers and all the proceeds of the field from the day that she left the land until now. I like this one. Hey! This woman left town and after seven years she came back and he said, King, I want my house. Not only do I want my house, but I want my land. And at the time that she came, Elisha, Elisha's servant, Gehazi, was talking to the king. And the king actually was asking the woman about who Elisha was and the exploits of Elisha. And I recorded some of the exploits of Elisha. The moment his master left and was raptured to heaven, Elijah Elijah was one person who never saw death. He was taken up. The Bible says that he took the mantle of his master. Everybody listen. There's something you must convert from somebody higher than you. He took the mountain. When this master was going, he said, I will follow you wherever you go. He said, What do you want? And then he said that, I want a double portion of your spirit. And the guy said, You've asked a very difficult thing. But when you see me go, then you have this. The when you see me go means that if you go along with me to the end, then you can have it. Okay. If I am going to Alaska and I have this on me, this will be fine for me whilst I am in Ghana. Because our weather is not that cold. So I can use this all the way till I get to Kotoka International Airport. But the moment I am going to enter the aeroplane and I am going to go to Alaska, I know that this cloth will not be relevant in Alaska. In Alaska, you need a heavy quilt something that is thicker to keep you warm and because i don't need this in alaska i don't have to take it and so when i get to kotoka anybody who goes along to see me off and i said okay then i don't need this now you can have this this is reverend Kuban.
0: we'll be right back keep listening are you afflicted troubled confused do you need the touch of god join us this and every friday for prayer miracle and healing service from 6:30 pm and god will answer every prayer in your heart's desires
1: may the work of your hands be blessed may you receive the promotion of god and the defense of god and wherever you go may the doors of glory and favor be open unto you
0: you can get this and other messages at the front desk of Sweet Melody ninety four point three F or call zero
1: two four four two one six zero eight four. Welcome back. Stay tuned. When you going to Kotoka? You going to you are going to England or America? When you go to Kotoka. Your Ghana CDC doesn't work. Whether it's 50 CDs, whether, in fact, beyond the borders of Ghana, the 50 CD notes, 100 even toilet roll is better. Toilet roll, if you dash somebody toilet roll, it is more worthy than giving the person Ghana 50 CD notes and 100 CD notes. I hope you're getting me. And that tells us that beyond this earth, the material things don't matter. So the guy said, if you see me go, you are going to have these things. If, if only you can be patient with me. If only you can persevere to the end. Then that which I, you want, you are going to get it. And so when the guy was being taken off, he cried, my father, my father. Which means that it is sons and daughters who have the right to inheritance. Amen. Yeah, it sounds. When my father died, we had cousins or whatever. They did, nobody came around that my father's stuff. They are coming for it. No, 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 no. No, so they said these are your father's things. The elders can say these are your father's things. Father's shoe. My father' too, his shoe was size four. Can't even wear it. So my father was much bigger. So okay, we have to give it to some other people. You know, these are your father's things. So children. You must always make yourself... So that's why when you become a child of God... You have a right, a right to the inheritance of the kingdom of God... And the blessings of God... Hallelujah... So the guy was raptured... And Elisha... Elisha took the mantle... And then he strapped the water Jordan... And he said... Why is the Lord God of Elijah... And the water parted into two... So this was a guy who was full of miracles... Someone said full of miracles... Full of miracles. May you receive miracles... Then the second thing the Bible says that he healed the water with salt. Water was... He healed the water with salt. Elisha was somebody also who caused that the water turned into oil for a widow whose son was being taken away. He was also somebody that when the steel was poisoned, the steel of the sons of the prophets were poisoned, he was the one who made sure that he, um, he had put some flour in and then the steel became purified. May any steel of yours... May anything of yours that has been poisoned, any business, any relationship, anything of yours, may the Lord God Almighty cause the poison to come out of him. May you be purified in the name of Jesus. Yes. He's also the same person who healed Naaman from leprosy. May every leprosy be healed. He's the same person that when the axe head fell into the water, he also caused it to come up. So he realized that, a lot of miracles are taking place, and the guy was recounting, so I say, recounting yeah. these things to the king. And whilst he was recounting these things to the king, back to second kings chapter 8, then the woman, then the woman shows up, and he was actually telling the king about also how Elijah had raised a, had raised up this woman's uh, 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 son, and whilst he was talking about her. The woman shows up. And they say, oh king, this is the woman. She's the one. She's the one. This is the one I was talking about. Whose son is she raised? He said, king said, is it true? He said, and the woman also made her appeal. And when she appealed, the, the Bible declares that the king appointed a certain officer. May the king of kings and the lord of lords, may he appoint certain officers. May he appoint angels. May he appoint men and women you need. Amen. And he said, restore all that was hers. That means I restore to her, her house. Restore to her, her land. And then he said, and all the proceeds of the field, from the day that she left the land until now. It means that anybody who farmed on it, whatever they got on the farm, while she was away, we don't only want to restore her to her the land, but whatever the land gained. (laughs) May the Lord restore to you. That is why, listen to me. He says that the Lord will restore to you the years that the locusts ate. The chewing locusts, the consuming locusts, the swarming locusts, all the different types of locusts, and the crying locusts chewed. The years. It means that whatever should have come to the the lady over the years, the king said, restore. And... If the human king is saying restore, then the king of kings also has mandated some people. The king of kings has mandated that five years ago the car you should have driven. Three years ago the marriage you married. The love that should have come. Every honor that should have come to you. Every glory that should have come to you. Anything that should have come to you that the enemy withheld or stole from you. Now may they be given to you. So you are not only getting what was originally yours but anything that is accrued onto your account whatever should have come so it doesn't only become restoration
0: Oh what a word. This has been Reverend Jonathan Kuban who brought you this message. You can call Reverend Jonathan Kuban on 26 That is 026-33-16-457. Stay tuned. Same time next week. In Christ alone, my hope is. We can't end this broadcast without giving you an opportunity to make the greatest decision in your life, that is salvation. If you want to give your life to Jesus, just say this simple prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I come to you as a sinner, lost and condemned to hell. I repent of my sin and ask. For your forgiveness, I believe with all my heart that you died on the cross and rose up again for my sins. I open my heart to you and receive you as my Lord and personal Savior. Please take control of my life and make me what you want me to be. From today, I am yours and you are mine. Thank you, Father, for this wonderful gift of salvation. Amen. If you pray this prayer sincerely from your heart, then you are a child of God. Find a Bible Believe in Church and join. Or you can fellowship with us at Springs of Life Chapel International so you can grow up in your faith and fulfill your destiny in Christ. for listening to the Hour of Glory broadcast. We hope you've been blessed by today's message. We invite you to join us at Springs of Life Chapel International and be part of a great family. Sundays, first service, 6.30 to 8.30 a.m. Second service, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. We have our teaching service every Wednesday from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. And prayer and miracle service every Friday at 6.30 p.m. You will find us at the Zoe Temple on the Bachona Dogono Road off the Sphinx Road at Bach at Ekuban Junction. You can always call 0242 784 424 or 0244 216 084. Email RevJEkuban at salcy.org. RevJEkuban is spelled R E V J E K U B A N. Salsi S O L C I. That is RevJEkuban at salcy.org. Visit our website www.salcy.org. <laughs> Dee!